What's happening, everyone? I'm Nick Denev, and you are listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo, and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Boys and Girls, welcome to episode 49 of The Conscious Podcast. On this episode, I shared a conscious conversation with my good friend, Nick Danev. Nick is a holistic health and fitness coach and an empowering mindset enthusiast. We dive deep into topics including Nick's childhood, the bad habits and the bad crowds that led him down a dark path, how fitness helped transform his mindset making a pivotal decision to live a better life, masculinity in today's world, the power of vulnerability, the healing we need in men, asking for help, doing what is uncomfortable, owning and expressing your story, his intentional morning routine, and so much more. Nick is such a genuine human with an inspiring mission. We touched on some really important truths around men's mental health. I really enjoyed hearing more on his story and what drives him to do what he does. So much conscious value. I really enjoyed this, and I hope you do too. Before we kick off this amazing podcast episode, I am super excited to announce something that I have just launched for everyone listening. I've been cultivating this idea for a few weeks, and I wanted to give you all massive tangible value, somewhere where we could work together in a group to expand and raise our consciousness. I created the Craft Your Conscious Life 5-Day Challenge. Now, this will be a private group on Facebook where I will upload a live each day for five days on a different key topic. I've spent over six years and tens of thousands of dollars on investing in personal development, growth seminars, mentors, coaches, interviews on my podcast to find these five key steps that all these people that were fulfilled, conscious, and living the life they want to live, that they were doing. And I implemented them in my life. And this has given me the incredible results and the conscious life that I love and live today. And I want to share that with you so you can be more intentional, more purposeful, more aware and more conscious in your daily life. So all you have to do is go to the show notes and click down the bottom and there'll be a link to go straight to that Facebook group and apply to be in that. You can also go to Facebook and click on the Groups tab and type in Craft Your Conscious Life 5-Day Challenge and it will come up and you can click into that group. I cannot wait to share this with you and to see your conscious results. Nick, my man, how are you? Good, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How can you not be good? We're oh, sitting no. in, uh, in Give Cafe in Changu. Mate, life is amazing. Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to today? Um... Not too much, just had breakfast, did my morning routine, um, got a coffee, and now just with you, man. Awesome. And this yeah. is the first time we've met. Yep. I think we've kind of known each other on social for a while. Very mutual um, friends. And yeah. 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 Both uh, lived in Melbourne mm-hmm. at, oh, at stages in our life and um, connected recently because I was like, man, he's, he's showing his stuff, being open and vulnerable, and I'm really vibing with it, consciousness, mm. all that. 
and I was like, I'm going to be in Canggu. Let's let's set this up, and it just kind of aligned really well. Me being here and you living here. Um, how long have you been here in Canggu? So this time around, uh, I've been here for it's uh, over a month. Yep. Um, and I will be here for another month. Uh, but before, maybe three, four months ago, I was here for ten months straight. So yeah, yeah, um, have gotten to used to like gotten used to the place. Yep. Know the back streets, <laughs> cruising around on a bike. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, awesome. It's and like we'll, a second home. Yeah. yeah. We'll delve into that because I think it would be fascinating for people to know how you created and moved your life to be able to come here and also go between Australia and Bali because I think it's amazing and something I want to do as well. Um, talk us through that morning routine though. Like, mm. what is your what is the morning routine you did this morning? Okay, so what I did this morning and what I do every morning is. We'll wake up, first things first, open the blinds, get some, get some sun um, shining through. I will uh, do some push-ups. So first thing I do, I, I do 20 to 30 push-ups, really get my cells energized and um, awaken myself. And then I'll go through some gratitude and just really, really focus on what I'm grateful for at the moment. Um, and then from there, I... I drink a lot of water, Yep. so I scull a shitload of water, <laughs> really hydrate myself, uh, brush my teeth, have a shower, do my hair. I've got long hair, so I've got to do, get my hair all set for the day, <laughs> and I've got all these yep. structured things that I do, and um, then I go for a walk. When I go for a walk, I walk to my local cafe, I get breakfast, coffee, um, I'll read, and I'll get in, stuck into some work, uh, and then from there... That's that's basically it. Go you about know, your day. Go How long does day. that normally take in the mornings? So, I try and leave... Sorry, I missed out a massive thing <laughs> that I do. Meditation. So, I meditate for 20 minutes every single day as well, every morning. Um, so, that will take me about 30 to 40 minutes before I can leave. That whole process. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, about 40 minutes. I was expecting like a two-hour, three-hour thing there with all those things, but... 40 minutes... Being optimal. Yeah. 40 minutes... Then I leave my house and then I go for a walk, which the I walk continual, continually listen to a podcast and, and yeah. that goes. And then that will be about two, three hours of my morning. Yeah. Then I go and do, yeah. go to the gym and, and start working properly. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. And we will delve deep into how you got into that uh, yes. later on. Um, what are you most excited about in life right now? My growth. My purpose, being aligned, like just serving and, and growing, uh, it's just a very, very exciting time for me at the moment. Um, just, yeah, finding out, just diving deep into my own personal development yeah. and helping as many people as I can, growing the business, growing my relationship, growing, you know, myself. It's just, it's been an awesome time and so exciting. Amazing. Mm. So... I don't know too much about you. We've obviously had a little chat before over coffee, but um, and for the listeners that don't know you too well, can you give us a wrap-up of your life from start to now and all the things you're doing now? All right. Uh, so I am Nick, Nick Denev, <laughs> and um, we'll, we'll take it back to real early on. Um, growing up without a father around, um, I lacked that guidance and it's left me very insecure and unconfident within myself. Very, very quickly, I was looking for just that that father figure. So I would look to other guys to try and fill that void um, within myself. And then I, I really quickly... It was the wrong person that I took 
as that, that role. So I started taking, I had my first drug at the age of 12, um, which led me to then getting into really harder drugs, 13, 14. I was in that party scene for a long time, very addicted to drugs. Um, for those that don't, uh, don't know much about drugs, it's, I was addicted to the ice, which is a very, very heavy drug that, you know, the people that I was hanging around with are still addicted and, and still going through, going in and out of rehabs and stuff. It was a very, very dark time. Um, I didn't do well in school. I dropped out and got asked to leave at the end of year 10. Um, and then I just followed the crowd and went into carpentry um, because that's what all my friends were doing. It was a cool thing to do, you know. University, pff, no way, you know what I mean? Like just straight into making money. That's Just work like a dog and, and go straight into making money. And I just knew straight away that it wasn't for me and I just, I just hated it. It was not for me. I, I'm not someone that like hands-on, I like... I believe that I wasn't meant to serve the world building things physically with my hands. Yeah. Um, I have, I know that I have a lot more to give. And I, was, I went through that whole cycle. I did four years in carpentry. And in that time, I was yeah, very heavily going out, partying, drugs. Uh, and then there was a point where it was just, I was very, very depressed. Very, very, there was, I had suicidal thoughts. Mm. Very anxious and just just really did not like myself at that point in time uh and there was a point it took me to about the age of 19 19 20 and it just got so much that in this in this time i would go to the gym i was in my in my friends everyone was you know getting on it and and i was always the one that would go to the gym so that was the thing that lit lit me on fire like i, I loved it so much and i was doing 12 hour days um and I would still go to the gym before work, after work. Like it was something that I, I truly loved. So I ended up taking the biggest leap of faith in my life that has got me to where I am now, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and I ditched the whole carpentry thing and went to do personal training. Um, from, from there, it was, again, it was a very hard time with money. Um, you know, carpentry where I was at in that time, I was earning good money. And, and, I, and I completely scrapped all of that for to chase my passion, which everyone was telling me was a stupid idea. You're throwing away a lot of money and you're, you're going to regret it. So I went, I went against the grain anyway. Parents didn't, uh, didn't understand what I was doing. They're saying, what is that? It's not a real job. What are you going to really do? Mm-hmm. So I had the whole world against me, I felt, anyway. And anyway, I went, went with it and really just killed it. Like I, I, it came very naturally to me. Connecting with people and, and, and helping people really came naturally to me. So I did really well, extremely fast. Um, and then that's when I dove more into personal development and started reading and, and learning and spent... I've now I've spent like close to like 70 to 80K on, on personal development. And... Um, it's gotten me to where I am now. Now I'm online. I've, I've got an online business called Body Royalty, um, which I coach men and women. I'm in business with my partner as well, my girlfriend, Alif Becker. And, um, shout out. Cheeky shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check her out on Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, and we're, it's been amazing. So we, the start of 2018, we decided to sell all our stuff and just move to Bali. Yeah. 
Um, and just let's just make it work. You know, let's just put ourselves in the deep end and just let's just make this work. And we ended up being here for ten months straight, and um, we made it work. You know, it's it's our business is very successful. We're it's yeah, just it's got us to where we are now. You know, and um, I'm so grateful for all the darkness that I went through, all the bad times, the bad. I wouldn't say bad people, but people that were lost themselves. Yep. Being around those types of people um, gave me the the mindset and the clarity of what I do not want to be, yep. which has got me to where I am now. And now I'm very driven, very very focused, very spiritual, very I'm um, very fitness based, and I just yeah I just want to grow and help as many people achieve what I've achieved because yeah. um, it's so it's so important mm. very interesting there's mm. so many points we can touch I know, on I know on I tried to yeah <laughs> it's a good wrap up yeah um, so what stood out to me was was definitely like that community of who you surround yourself with and mm-hmm. that's obviously going to lead to the life you live as well and um, what for you was it the escape of going to the gym that you were able to be by yourself and work on yourself and then realize hey I don't want to be around that crowd anymore that are doing those things out every weekend um, you know drinking taking whatever was it the gym that was that pivotal moment for you or was there something else that was like I don't actually want this Mm. okay so the gym for me so there was there was the easy route which was taking drugs, going out, and just being around really shitty people. Yeah. And then there was the hard route, being by myself in a gym, pushing myself to my limit. Yeah. Which gave gave me a very empowered feeling about myself. And I struggled with confidence. I struggled with my insecurities, and then really backing myself fully because yeah. I my biggest biggest thing was I thought I was extremely dumb. Okay. I just thought I was so dumb that, yeah. and being in the gym was like I. I just, I could use all my energy and and really get, feel empowered. So that was my escape and it it gave me a sense of feeling good about myself, you know, which led me to taking better actions and better um, decisions in, in other areas of my life. So that was the thing that actually got me to getting off the drugs. It was fitness that was the keystone habit that had the ripple effect in all other areas of my life. So yeah. I would think to myself, okay, I'm getting absolutely retarded every single weekend from Thursday to Sunday. And when I get to the gym, I'm feeling like absolute crap. All this work that I'm doing in the gym is just going out the window. And, and it happens so much every single week, just mm. on for years and years and years. And I was just like, what am I doing? I gen, I, one hundred and ten percent love the gym. I love what it does for me. It's outweighing yeah. the easy route that I'm taking with, with my my so-called friends and getting on the on on drugs and stuff. So I made that decision and like a few weekends started not taking it and I and I was just feeling like on top of the moon. Yeah. I had massive results in the, in the first month of doing that. So that's where the momentum build. Yep. And that's where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I went into personal training and completely went from a you know, a, a yeah. construction lifestyle to now I am a fitness professional and a health freak, a health enthusiast that helping others. Yeah. So it was a big drastic change that was the mm. best thing in, in my life because I, I got to 
embody what it was to be a role model for other people. Yeah. So, and just the more that you practice that, the more it becomes natural and then you form habits and it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and yeah. I think, it, like, what, what stands out is something um, about your mindset that was like, I prefer this life mm. compared to this. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to do to get to that? And it was, I have to stop that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And go and face myself in the gym. Because the gym builds up so many good perspectives on life, um, resilience, um, commitment to yourself. Like you're facing yourself again in the mirror, mm. but it's only you against you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not lifting somebody else's weights. It's yours. Mm. And it's that mental battle. So um, it's super inspiring to hear that you could come from a place of I guess comfort mm-hmm. of doing all these things to escape, and yeah. like, there's so many things we could delve into your story about, you know, that not having that masculine figure, um, and then going, like you said, it was that escape to well, all the things that have compounded in your life. It was easy to do those things, but instead, you knew that the harder path would be the one that was more fulfilling for you. Hundred and ten percent. And look where you are now. Yeah. Like, um, how how was that feeling of? stopping doing all that was there fear was there like obviously you had everyone saying don't do it you're an idiot for doing that you know you'd be silly to give this up type thing the the, the whole FOMO thing you know fear of missing yep. out fear, caring about what other people think yep. is it was a big thing for me um, yeah I suffered with that yeah alone was one of my biggest things and at, at times, it can still eat up on me. You know, no one's perfect and we still have our battles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the, the, the caring about what other people think of you was a, a big thing that, you know, I had to I had to drop a lot of so-called friends to, to, to get away from, to just zone out and just, and learn about myself. Get rid of all the other people's opinions around me and go... And that's why I moved to Bali and I knew no one and, and started brand new because um, your environment is everything. You know, who, who you surround yourself with, what, what you listen to, what, what you watch will evidently be who you become. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just energy. It's just it, what it is. Yeah. So for me, my environment, I moved from where I, w- I was living. First, I, I moved from the west in Melbourne. I was living living in Caroline Springs, and I and I ma- took a massive punt and moved all the way into the CBD, um, and again changed my whole surroundings and started a personal training uh, at Good Life um, in Campbellwell, and I didn't know anybody. Like I started completely fresh, and and th- that's my advice to anyone that's that's listening that wants wants that wants that isn't happy with where they're currently at right now. My biggest advice is just seriously do something that is so uncomfortable. Just change your surroundings. Move somewhere else or get out of the job that you desperately do not want to be in. Chase your passion. Do something that you that lights your, you know, lights you up that you really genuinely want to do because it it will work out. Yeah. It will work out. Yeah. Mm. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Awesome. Would you say you're living your purpose? Yes. Yes, I, I, um, I believe that there's, you know, we have many purposes. The, the, yeah, we have many purposes and the purpose 
continually will change. Right now, my, I am living my current purpose, yeah. and that's serving, um, helping right now what I do. I help men transform their body, their minds, and their soul. So mm-hmm. starting off with the fitness side of things, you know, I have overcome, I used to be overweight, severely overweight, and there was a big confidence issue there. I would never take my T-shirt off, and there was a massive confidence issue there. And when I got on top of my fitness and, and transformed my body, it just allowed me to change my mindset, which then allowed me to, you know, change my, my go into spirituality and then like the, the complete package of evolving into a man yeah. what it takes to be a man and that's what I'm coaching men to do yeah. they, they come to me and they're very they're insecure they're uncomfortable with themselves they struggle with self love and, and want they, they come to me with I want abs give me abs nah. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will sell them what they think they they, they, they need yeah. but, uh, want what sorry they want. and yeah. give them what they actually need yeah. Um, so I do, I do believe that I'm in, I'm in, I'm in purpose and in, in alignment at the moment because it's something that I have overcome yeah. and I'm teaching other men to do exactly that. Yeah. Love that. What is success to you? Sorry, man. I'm going to just jump back yeah. just to that last question. Yeah. You know, vulnerability is something that is our men's superpower that, you know, we, we probably will go into this question a little bit later yeah. on, I have my feel, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, teaching men that vulnerability is okay that we can speak up and speak about our emotions and to other men is the key to being successful at life not not like your job or just just having a fulfilled life is being able to express yourself to other men connect and go through the shit and let go of anything that's not serving you anymore so that's another um thing that i i teach and, and try and get men to understand yeah. yeah, and we will delve into that because that was one thing that I'm like, we need to talk yeah, about this yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole masculine um, mm. expectation that we've held for years and it's like, but the world's constantly evolving. Why hasn't our ego oh. and, and, and society's bullshit rules on what a man has to be, that identity, that's got to evolve too. But we're all unique individual human beings why are we trying to hold up to this and that's where I see a lot of unfulfillment so what you're doing hence why we've connected so well it was like yeah that vulnerability mm. yeah that understanding yourself and what you need to work on in order to feel yeah. fulfilled why do you think that in the world today a lot of men are struggling with that is it because of they're not vulnerable but why is that so it's it all comes down to the conditioning and their upbringing and their surroundings and their environment of to get get them get their ego to act in a certain way. So it's the ego mind that's telling them that you know it's weak. Yeah. It's that the ego is always trying to trying to help you and trying to make, keep you alive. Yeah. So um, you know it's just growing up fifty to sixty years ago. You know, it, it came from like the military, the army. The so passed down from that. Yeah. Get up, you fucking, you're a bitch. If you don't like that, like yeah. that whole big boys don't cry type thing mm-hmm. has just been. It's just been passed down, and slowly it's fading out. You know, it's fading out. But the seven men take their life every single day in, in Australia. Let that one sink in. Seven men get to a point where they go. I can't fucking take this anymore. I'm fucking doing it. No, mm. I've had enough. And some, and, and somehow take their life. 
129 people in the US take their life every single day. And then it's 78% of them being men. Mm. Why do you think that is? And, you know, it's, it's my biggest mission. I've made it my own personal mission to be able to change those statistics and, or get rid of them all fucking together. But yeah. um, it's conditioning. We have practiced doing, being so manly and, and hiding out. We've, we've practiced it for fucking years. Sorry for swearing. We've practiced <laughs> it for years and years and years of being sh- not, like covering our emotions and, and being fearless and, and all that. And now it just takes practice to get out of that. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Practice. Yeah. And it, I think it's what my, 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 per, my purpose to be able to bring that bring that, that awareness yeah. and help other men just be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Love that. So back to the question, which was, what Sorry. is success to you? That, oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> it was a good rant. Success. <laughs> success to me is, is, um, is conquering yourself within. I think that, you know, being able to live on your terms and conditions, mm-hmm. um, it, success to many people, it, it's different. But for me personally, I think just being able to conquer all your limitations, being able to be completely fulfilled within yourself, um, dealing with your shit, being financial, financially free, um, and being aligned and in your purpose, you know, and, and serving the world. Mm. That is serving the world in your own way that, that, that really makes you feel, that, you know, makes you feel like you are doing your purpose. Mm. So that, that for me is success. Yeah. So this is the one that's just came on the download right now. What does it mean to you to be a successful man in society? male figure in society to me again again going back to conquering your limitations and um, so I like the word a download for me has come and it came down just then saying healthy masculine having the being able to embody a healthy masculine way of thinking being living just you know having that balance there of the masculine and feminine like that that for me i think is where it's at it's it's, there's there's no such thing as balance because you can't hit the nail on the head but balanced and being able to ebb and flow between them yes And accepting that, yes, we have feminine energy within us. We do. It's not a girl thing. We have it. Yep. <laughs> so bringing it's, the it's awareness. Not, it's not a, a race or, yeah, a, or yeah. a gender. It's yeah, energy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's a lot of men that have no idea. Mm. So being able to, again, dance within that and embody that is, is what I feel being a successful man is the, in, in this yeah. day and age. So I'm going to delve even deeper into that. Mm-hmm. What does a male that balances his masculine and feminine, how do they act? How do they be in this world? 
Um, so, at different times, the feminine energy has a role, has has have, has its role. So, being able to tap into when you need to be masculine and when you need to be feminine, learning the two, yeah. and being able to tap into them according to what you're going through is is very powerful because like you know if you're stuck in the in the in the masculine and you're trying to be creative and you're trying to you're trying to have empathy for like it just won't work so being just going back to the question um what was the question how can a male how can a male that's that's balancing their masculine and feminine yeah how what what traits do they have? How do they present themselves? Because the the alternate is what we've been conditioned with, which is you're a male, you're masculine, you go to the gym, get massive, you work your job to make the money to support your family, you don't cry, you you know hold everything. You shouldn't show emotion. You're a man type thing. What's the alternate to the ebb and flow? Balanced isn't the right word, but let's say balanced energy. Male. First step is again is learning about the two, yeah. definitely learning what what they are, uh, and then experiencing and and, ex- and experimenting with the the feminine energy. Learning what you know, empathy, love, patience, and creativity is all about, so that you can dance with the two. Yeah. Because the thing is that the men men these days don't just don't know what it is. That it's there. That that is where like love comes from, you know. So just being able to know the two, practice the two, and just try and just dance with it. Yeah. Is there yeah. any example in your life where you felt that you were very very masculine in one example, and then you learnt to balance the two to be in that that perfect equal in the middle? Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, so go, growing up, being in the construction industry, being around a lot of men, you know, the oh, it was just like whenever we had a, whenever we had something wrong, we, we would if we were to ask for help, it was a burden. Yeah. So mm. I practiced that for a long time. Very like good one. Having yeah. to just try and do it myself, and if I was to ever ask, I'd, I'd be looked as either dumb or weak, or you know. Um, not capable. Not capable yeah. is the word I was looking for. Yeah, and and soon, like soon, I just I started asking for help. You know, I got out of the construct. Like I didn't learn it there and then. Yeah. Um, but when I got out of it, I could finally ask for help, and that was the biggest thing for me: asking for help and talking about why you're struggling with something. That helped me tap into my feminine side, mm-hmm. which got me more curious, got me more, um, got me to open up, and then that led to a more balanced state. And now people, and then I'm at where I am now, where people will say that I'm, I'm a healthy masculine. I have, you might look at me and you might, oh, he's got muscles, he's go to the gym, like he he'll be, you know, roaring in the gym. But like, I'm so vulnerable. I will tell you my whole life what I'm struggling. Like, if someone meets me on the side of the road, I'll tell them my whole life and what what I'm struggling with here, here and now. Like, I really don't care because I was holding on to it for so long. Yeah. And now I'm free. 
it's breaking free. Yeah. We, we as men, when we're stuck in the masculine, we're in a jail. We're in a jail. We're in a cage. And that's why men take their life. Mm. It's almost like a, like it's seen as a sign of weakness yes. to be that vulnerable. To step and open out up. of the cage. That yeah. that stepping out of the cage is a sign of weakness, but it's actually freedom. It's actually strength. Strength. Like, yeah, yeah, it's actually the it's opposite. Your, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Love that so much. What's the worst thing that has ever happened to you, and how is that the best thing that's ever happened to you? So I had my first drug at like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. which was like, you know, th- for the listeners, try and think back what you were doing at 12 years old. Mm. It's a very young, like year seven, grade six, year s- grade six I was. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that I struggled with a lot because, you know, the fully, a fully developed brain doesn't stop developing at the ages of 28 to 30. So, like, yeah. it's still growing and developing. And mm. I was at 12 and I was killing my brain cells with this with these toxic substances um substances so that was a very very like i it was a bad time but i now looking back i don't regret it it was something that was very very bad in that time and but now i've used that and it's become my strength because i suffered with you know going down even further like I felt I was as I keep saying I felt I was so dumb because I was numbing myself so much in this mm. other world and I wasn't learning I wasn't I wasn't doing I wasn't doing any learning so I, I actually my my vocabulary and my speech and being able to string sentences together was like getting impacted and I was feeling very very bad but now it's led me to a, a point where I'm reading I'm reading like six books like I've got three books actual books and like two two or three audiobooks at one time like I'm addicted to learning so it was the so dark and, and I'm very um, it was a bad time in my life but it has now turned into something that I am so thankful thankful for because it's got me to where I am and I'm just like a sponge I want to grow and learn as much as I possibly can amazing yeah amazing insight into that what's the best advice you've ever been given that you can't please everyone Stop trying to please everyone. There is always going to be haters. So, just, yeah, get, get yourself out of that, that mindset that you need to try and post for people that you don't, you're not even you trying don't even to like. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're caring about what your friend from year seven and eight is mm. thinking about you when you've got these, you've got your actual fans yeah. pleading for your inspiring thoughts yeah. so don't worry about the haters and focus on, on the lovers the people that are on your side the people that align with your message with yeah. your almost like your tribe mm. the people that want to they, when you be open and vulnerable and share and I've experimented with this the past six months stepping into my and embodying my authentic self and, mm. and even just a th- thing of posting it, it's not like that's the be all end all posting on social media mm-hmm. but in doing that yeah, you might not get the the likes from those people, but the right people align with it. You attract your tribe. Yeah. And that's what we're after. Mm-hmm. About attracting our tribe and finding your community. Yeah. Um, and another one is that, you know, you have people on your team, but they won't necessarily be 
in your corner. So you've got to be able to differentiate the two and just be wary of who is in your corner opposed to who's in your team. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? So we're at 16, you... Start reading. Just dropped out of school? Yeah, 16, I was... Yeah, so yep. that was a pivoting, pivotal point for me. Yep. Uh, I went straight into the trade around 15. 15 yep. and a bit, yeah. Um, I would say... You know, I could say a lot of things. Stop yeah. taking the drugs. Stop hanging around those people. Because now I have, I have insight and a bird's eye view of it all. Yeah. Start reading books. You know, look after your body more. Um, eat well. Stop smoking cigarettes. Stop all these things. Mm. But the main one would be uh, love yourself. Because yeah. that's where at a point where I really did not like myself at all. Mm. So love yourself, Nick. Yeah. Give yourself a break, man. Mm. Just cut yourself some slack. You've been through some some tough times. Yeah. Just it's okay. Love that. Hey conscious fam, just interrupting for one moment to share with you something I'm really excited with. A brand partnership with a conscious company doing amazing things in the world. Did you know that in 2018 over 100,000 Australians experienced homelessness on any given night, with over 15,000 of that number being Australian children under 12 years old. How astounding are those numbers? That's why I've partnered with Eva Mattress to bring all the benefits of their amazing mattress in a box to everyone. We're talking unparalleled support, a huge 120-night trial period with free delivery and returns, and all the sleep tech you'd find in a premium retail mattress for a fraction of the price. Through their 1 in 10 program, in which one mattress is donated for every 10 sold, we've partnered up together to get six mattresses out to Mission Australia Crisis Centres to improve the lives of those experiencing homelessness in New South Wales, in our backyard. How amazing is that? I got my mattress a couple of weeks ago, and man, it is so comfy. I live in a van. So before I had like this really thin mattress that was really not doing anything good for my back, hence why I had so many back problems. And as soon as I put it in, it's just been a comfortable night sleep. You really notice a difference when you are sleeping on a quality, comfortable mattress. I love that it comes in a box gets delivered to you, it's got wheels on the box, you can wheel it around and then all you have to do is kind of take it out, cut it open, cut the plastic off and it kind of pops open and then I just put it in the van. How cool is that? Order online and it gets sent directly to you. Don't even have to go window shopping. How cool! And it's super comfy as well. So the reason why we chose Mission Australia to donate these six mattresses to is because I did some research on a few different charities and Mission Australia... We're doing so much good work around multiple different problems uh, in society. Drug and alcohol abuse, homelessness, etc., etc. And we seen that there was a crisis and they needed six beds. To us, that just made sense. We need to get these mattresses to these people who are probably going to be sleeping on the floor. And what an amazing feeling that is to be able to offer that to these people. Now, if you wanted to get your own they have given me a special discount code. How cool is that? So if you go to their website, www.evamattress, 
and use the code Carlo Loves Eva, you'll get $125 off your first order. Now, this is only for five people. So if you're looking for a mattress that gives back to the community, get onto the website, check out Eva, and help support those who need support most. If this was the last time you seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I can use every day in my life to improve my life, what would you teach me? I would teach you my morning routine and and try and, and just help you set up a, a morning routine that works for you and dive deeper into that because everyone's morning routine is different and works well. Uh, individually uh, and yeah I'll just try and teach you how to set up a morning routine so that you can crush the rest of your day but you probably don't have any struggles with that so probably just the the handstand yep (laughs) love that headstand handstand handstand I've got the headstand Uh, down packed but handstand would be great cool cool Um, cool but why is that morning routine so important because it just sets your the rest of your day with that energy so if you if you it, it the root, so a morning routine, it starts the day before. So you have to go to bed grateful. Go to bed grateful and, and tell yourself that you're going to have a, an amazing day the next day. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed. Then you wake up and you straight away practice what you're grateful for to get you in, 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 a, in a positive, loving state. Just grateful for the world. And then from that state, your energy frequency is through the, the roof. Yep. So then it's only going to carry on through the rest, rest of your day. You know, it's very hard to start your day off so full, like high on life and then for it to just dramatically go downhill. Yeah. It's very hard. But if you start your day off, you know, you hit, you hit the snooze 10 times and you and you, you, you struggle to put your, your clothes on and you run out without having anything to eat or time to yourself... That's how your day is going to go. Mm-hmm. Rushed. Yeah. Anxious. Yeah. And then it just kind of spirals from there. It yeah. compounds. Like if you spend that time in the morning, I know for me, the benefit has been, and we are talking about this before, it's that the morning routine is intentional to start your day mm. with time for you. That's that self-love that we were talking about. And even before what you were saying, like looking after you first. And then the rest of your day, you, you've taken care of you. You've filled your Fill cup. Filled your cup, yeah. yeah. Overflow it so you can yeah. overflow it into the world. 100%. Yeah. agree with that, man. 110%. That's where I see a lot of men not taking that time for themselves. And as men, we thrive. We actually thrive off structure, mm-hmm. progression, yeah. being in alignment and purpose. Like they're, they're the things that make us happy. So if you're not ticking these boxes and you're just starting your day off just, you know, straight first thing, have your coffee, um, whatever it is that you're doing. And if you're not filling your cup and you're and being having time by yourself, then it's just going to, like if you do that like every day, like it's going to lead up like weeks and months and, and it's going to build up momentum in the wrong, in a wrong way, yep. in, in, a, in a negative way, unhealthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. So, how can I, or we as listeners, mm-hmm. find our purpose? 
by doing things that are uncomfortable, doing things that are hard, mm-hmm. and following your gut, following your heart, following your intuition. So one thing that I do have, you know, for the listeners that are struggling, that have, like, that aren't, are disconnected from source, God, whatever you, whatever it is that you, that you believe in, trying to clear that channel mm-hmm. so that the thoughts can come through and then your purpose becomes clear. Yeah. And that's one thing that has helped me dramatically is, is nutrition, lifestyle, and all these things that get me into a healthy, healthy state where my intuition is so powerful. I have I have downloads and 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 thoughts every day that leads me in the direction that I that I yeah. honestly want to go down. So doing things that are very uncomfortable, just put yourself in very uncomfortable situations. You'll never you you just won't like growth is where those thoughts will come in and, and yeah. the opportunities, the doors will open and and it's not even it's it's not even about finding it. It's about creating it. Yeah. You create your purpose. You create it. Like, and that's what I've learned the hard way. I was so impatient. What is it that I want to do? Like, who do I want to help? What's my niche? Like, all this. Just trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. Everything is working Mm. for you. Not to you. Not against you. So just sit with it. Trust the process. Be patient. Be gentle with yourself do things that are uncomfortable push yourself past the boundaries of of what you think your what you think your boundaries are and eventually the purpose just goes boom smacks yeah. you right in, on the forehead yeah. there it is you align with every yeah. that's that intu- intuitiveness yeah. of, of listening and then you align and then man as as we know right now it's like when you start to align man life just takes a whole new level big time on top Another one is embrace your story. Mm-hmm. Embrace your vulnerabilities. Embrace your story because your story is your story. So what, what differentiates you from the next person is our story. Mm-hmm. And people can resonate. And you can help people with that story. And people are so scared to express it. But when that exact thing, expressing your story, could be the thing that changes your life yeah. and others. And there's your purpose. It could just come bang there and then. Yeah. So if for the listeners that are struggling to share what they've gone through, what they're going through, yeah. I, um, I advise you to just open up. Yeah. Start with someone that's very close to you, then to the next person. Then, you know, and then in you, the flow will come. That's when flow comes about and you'll find your purpose and, and everything. Clarity. Clarity yeah. is the big thing. Yeah. And acceptance of self, like yes. that past that you've had. We can't change it. Mm. So if you're holding on to certain things, maybe it's shame, guilt, disappointment, whatever it may be, it's all in the past, mm. man. Let go of that baggage. Like accept it. Accept it. This is who who I was. Yep. Now work on the present, mm. and then that will affect your future. Hundred percent. Yeah. Spot on. Love that. What impact do you want to have on people, the community, and the world? <sighs> I want to. I want to bring men together, um, and I want my my biggest impact in the world before I leave this place is. I want to change those t- um, statistics. I really do want to help that 
just change those it's crazy the um, statistics of men that are taking their lives and I as a man having suicidal thoughts depression anxiety and going down that real real darkness you know I have come out the other side and I've seen the light and the light is there so I want to impact men yeah. and, and show them the light not so much not even so much give them the light or show them the light but be able to give them the torch for them to be able to show their own light like you know and that's my biggest the, the biggest impact that I want to I want to have on this on this place just help men go through what they're going through and evolve you know my program is the evolving kings program stepping into being the ruler of their own kingdom yeah it starts with themselves mm-hmm. their own kingdom so that's my biggest impact man amazing what is a big problem <laughs> this is kind of what we've been talking about a big problem that you think needs to be talked about more in society yeah definitely the um, getting men to be more conscious yeah listen to the podcast listen to the podcast <laughs> reach out to yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. and ask him a, a few questions about it um, it's definitely the it's consciousness yeah raising the consciousness in men and the just just building communities and, and getting them getting men to be able to to, to express themselves mm. how will that impact the world because the balance of masculine and feminine when that is, is when men can get themselves to learn about it and, and and have more balance within that it will help the world because there will be less you know negative things that are going on like the the most powerful masculine men are the ones that are causing so much drama mm-hmm. because they're they're so unconscious they're so living in that masculine side mm-hmm. if they could just tap into it there'd be it helped the world dramatically mm-hmm. yeah yeah love that i just think everything would just raise oh. like better relationships that allow women to step into their power as well when yeah. men step into their power yes. and not power as in strength of um, physicality it's, it's power of that vulnerability of being um, the true male and then as, as we were saying like just raise everywhere which is why I asked that question of how it would actually impact the mm. world so what does it mean to you to be conscious this question is it's such a complex <laughs> question. Oh. What does it mean to be conscious? To be aware of what... Between knowing what love and fear is and, and just knowing that everything is, is love, like just being conscious is being able to love fully. I think trying to simplify that answer but being yeah. conscious yeah so many different different answers for that I'm going to ask you what, what, what's your what does it mean to be conscious yeah I love when people throw questions back mm. <laughs> so for me I believe what it means to be conscious is to be aware mm-hmm. and to be aware not only of self mm-hmm. so on the inside of mm-hmm. the physical body. So your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your beliefs, your limiting beliefs, um, and being aware of all that, but also externally yep. of what's happening around you, how what you do 
has an effect, a ripple effect on everything around you through your language, through your actions, through your choices, that all impacts everything around you. So consciousness is that awareness of self and external awareness as well. And when you then step into that consciousness and you not over overwhelm yourself with all these things like, oh my God, if I, if I step here, that affects something, something, something. It's like just being aware of it, zooming out from that and going, yeah. okay, how do I want to live my life? Which then starts activating things in the brain and in the soul where it's like, what life do I want to live? What impact do I want to have? And then that also from the inside, even impact on yourself. Like, how do I want to feel? How do I want to love? How do I want to show up in the world? And then that has an effect on the external as well because when you have that consciousness within yourself, it affects the outside. And then that raises everyone's awareness because what mm. we do affects everyone else. And a, a rising, rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for me, that's, yeah, my wrap-up of content. Again, we could go down so many different realms, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I feel for, for me it's that, self, that awareness of self um, comes first and then the externally of having that awareness. That's what I meant. Yeah. We'll put that down as you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but even, yeah, and even just catching, catching the ego. Yeah. Catching it when it's trying to limitate you and trying to yeah. hold you back from things that are uncomfortable. Like being aware of that, being able to disconnect from it and being able to hug it and appreciate it. I see you. Yes. I feel you. I yes. get what you're trying to do. But now I'm going to live my life yeah with fulfillment yeah and joy okay i don't need yes thousands of years ago from the, the you know the saber-toothed tigers and running away from all like that yes it was very very useful then but now yeah. it's it's like okay now we can just step out of that yeah. and just being aware of it when it comes in yeah. the voice in your head that for me is is def a big big part of consciousness, big part of consciousness. But yeah i think that you said it so well was stepping not not removing ego I think there's a lot of like remove your ego mm. get rid of it kill it it's like no we have an ego it's it's part of our life it's there for a reason a yep. purpose but stepping away from it having that awareness to step away from it and go oh ego cool why, Li why are you telling me that listening to it yeah. but not being it yes yes yeah. and then you said accepting it loving it hugging it yeah. like thank mm. you for, for there's a reason you're sh you're 100%. You're looking you're after coming me. up. Yes. Yeah. And then going, do I want to embody that? No. That's okay. Ego, settle down. Yep. Choose. Yeah. When you want to. Yes. The choice. Because like if you go out on, on, onto the road and there's a car, like that is a thing that's stopping you from stepping in and getting hit mm. by that car. So there's so many purposes of it. Yeah. So yeah, just embracing it, knowing it, loving it, and just being able to, to disconnect when you need to. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners? <sighs> mm. Anything you feel urged or a download that comes through you want to share? Maybe if this was the last parting message to all your, your legacy to leave, what would you say? On the other side of your biggest fears are your greatest joys in life. You are scared of the, those things that you're putting off for a reason. Yeah. The only way to banish a fear is to do it. Yeah. Automatically goes. 
So the longer that you put off things, the bigger that fear will become, the more it will have over your life, the less impact you'll have on this li- in this life. Yeah. So a big thing for me, for the listeners, is embrace your fears. They're there to test you. They're there to grow you. Yeah. That's that thing. Like if, you, if there was no fears, it's just too easy. Don't pick the don't pick the easy route 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 yep. <laughs> whatever you want to call it if you're listening from the US or, or Melbourne or Australia don't pick the easy route go the hard lane because it's always the the lane that's worth it yeah it's it's helped me tremendously and it's helped so many people around me tremendously and it's probably helped you so much just being stepping outside that comfort zone, doing things that are tough, mm-hmm. and just following through, even though you don't you don't feel like it sometimes. Mm. So much growth that comes from that, mm. and it's not. Oh, I fear getting run over by a car, so step into a car. No, it's fears that are limiting beliefs within you, and I think once you when you raise that consciousness, you see them and go, okay, I fear moving to another country. What's the fears that come up? Ah, oh, what will I do for work? Um, I don't know anyone. Where am I going to live? How much are you going to learn from actually, like yourself, going overseas and just make it happen? Mm. You've now got that that confidence, that that learning to take on into your life in other areas as well. Because mm. moving overseas is is, let's say, on a on a plane level, is the same as stepping into a new job. There's the fears of what if it doesn't work? What if I don't know anything about it? But it's like okay, noticing those fears and going. You know, what, I'm going to learn so much from this, and I'm, if I don't do it, then I'm always going to regret not doing that. Hundred percent. And a quote that just came came to me was, "If you pick the easy route, you will live a hard life. Yeah. If you pick the hard route, you will eat, yeah. you will live an easy life. Yeah. You will ex- yeah. you will succeed. <laughs> you will live. You will." you will accomplish a lot more that will set you up for a life that's going to be working for you. But if you pick the easy route, everything's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Everything. Love that, brother. So much. Where can everyone see more of your stuff, um, get in touch, all that sort of stuff? Facebook, Instagram. Um, but, uh, so my business, our company is called Body Royalty. Um, on, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. And myself... Nick Denev on Instagram, Facebook, and even my partner, Alif Becker. We're, we work as a team. Awesome. And um, yeah, that's where you can check that's, us out. That's another podcast about relationships we'll oh, yeah. delve into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tag everything in the show notes. Um, and I guess I want to wrap it up with thank you for your time. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing your story and stepping into your light and your power as a man a bal- like a man that goes with the ebb and flow and and showing other men that this is the way to fulfillment it doesn't have to be what they think it needs to be and that it's okay to be exactly you and that's one big reason that stood out to me why I wanted to connect with you um, I seen your posts I seen the vulnerability I seen the impact and the service you wanted to have on the world and seeing how genuine and true that was and I was like, man, I've got to, I, I feel like I'm going to be brothers with this guy. And I feel like the connection's already there. And I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, let's do yeah. it. And that's why this conversation, I feel, has been so powerful. There is so much in this that so many men and women are going to take out of this. So, yeah, thank you for all your contribution, your service. You're working on yourself because then that's, 
again, externally rippling effect to impact the world. So thank you so much. And brother. likewise, bro. Likewise, man. I appreciate this. I appreciate you and just being able to connect with you, man. Um, you know, I, I align with your mission, your, your, your purpose, and it's just really, you're going to have a massive, you already are, but like I can see, I can see it. It's, you're going to have a massive impact. And I just love what you're about, bro. So I appreciate your time and, and having me on the podcast. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of collaborations in the future. Cannot wait for this to get out there and see all, all the um, the feedback from it. So, guys, if you did find this, um, if it triggered you in any way, inspired you, related to you, make sure you share it. You know, take the screenshot, share it on, on social media, whatever it may be. But share it with a friend as well that you feel needs to hear about this. Get in contact with Nick. He wants to hear from you. You know, we love that connection with people that connect with our stories we want to communicate with people and share this on a bigger scale I always respond to my messages yeah send me something on social media um, and then make, make, yep. make sure you rate and review were you going to share something else yeah I was just saying I would yeah. love to you know open a conversation about you know your biggest struggles what you're going through and where you want to go and just map out a plan and get you some clarity about what your future is going to look like and who you want to become love that Love that so much. Thank you so much, Thanks, brother. brother. Take care. Hope you have a great time. I will too. be back seeing you soon. And uh, for everyone listening, step into your power and bring it all back to love. Take care, everyone. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully, you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, Both handles are at The Conscious Podcast and also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice.